Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Yeah, we might have the football standard in the state of Florida, the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but there are a collection of teams that are abject dumpster fires. And the true question is, which one's the biggest dumpster fire? Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Just when you thought the Dolphins were a mess, just when you thought the Miami Hurricanes were a mess, here comes Papa Herb getting handsy in Columbus. The Jaguars are a total dumpster fire, but have they surpassed the Dolphins? And I would argue no. Ken Levicka live here on a Tuesday on ESPN 106.3 after spending the day yesterday at the Timber Tech Championship Media Day in Boca. I am back in the Anna John Levy and Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the Hot and Bernie Intracoastal. Uh, Captain Competent Joe Rigotti here, making sure that everything goes as planned, which most of the time it does, and when it does it, it is uh, definitely not Joe's fault. Uh, you're listening on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, hey, Siri, hey, Google Play. ESPN 106.3. Oh, how much fun are we having now? Because Urban Meyer has, according to Michael Silver, NFL reporter, lost his locker room. So I want to go through this hyper-entertaining thread. And we all know the story by now. After the Jaguars lost on Thursday to Cincinnati, Uncle Herb went up to Columbus to visit his grandkids and to hang out with his family, and that turned into going to his restaurant and having a young blonde grind up on his thigh. And apparently, according to the video evidence, Urban's right hand found its way into a crack area of said woman. So, this happened, and now Urban Meyer has apparently turned off his locker room. Here's a thread from Michael Silver that was tweeted about 40 minutes ago. Michael Silver, who formerly Sports Illustrated, formerly NFL.com, he has a lot of really good NFL player contacts. Let's go through this. The Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville has reached a crisis point, especially in the locker room. One player told me, quote, he has zero credibility in that stadium. He had very little to begin with. Players were particularly put off by the fact that Meyer canceled Monday's team meeting to deal with the uproar over the videos of him and a young woman getting cozy in that Ohio bar. Quote, he even canceled the team meeting. He was too scared, end quote, said the player. Instead, Meyer, quote, only apologized to position groups individually. He portrayed the women in the videos as a random person who was, quote, just there dancing. Suffice to say, his player audience was highly skeptical, said one player, quote, we looked at him like, what the bleep? Right when he left, everyone started dying laughing, and he knew it, end quote. Bottom line, said the player, quote, it's bad. I don't know how he's going to function. So that's how it's going right now in Jacksonville. It's not just that Urban Meyer 
is doing some stuff on the side, outside of his family life, if you will, it's that he's canceling team meetings to handle the fallout because if you read between the lines on that, he's too embarrassed to actually face his team and his players as a whole and say, hey guys, my bad, let's go practice. It's not good. That's really not good. Especially after an Urban Meyer who brought in a strength and conditioning coach from Iowa who had uh, allegations of racism uh, levied against him and brought in Tim Tebow as a publicity stunt to play a position he never played before and Tim proceeded to not know how to block and almost kill teammates during preseason games. Uh, And now this. It's bad. But I do want to present to you the NFL team to the south of us because that appears to be a team that doesn't have a quarterback that they believe in on the roster. That appears to be a team that is not nearly as good as what we thought they might be. It is a team that's defense is completely collapsing. It is a team that has spent 700 draft picks over the last four years trying to build an offensive line, and all they have to show for it are five cardboard figures. And a coach in Brian Flores, who you can now officially start to question. In fact, let's listen to Brian Flores after that listless, embarrassing loss to the Colts on Sunday. I think this is a hardworking team. I think they compete. They prepare the right way. It's not, it's not manifesting itself on Sundays right now. That's a problem. If you think they're preparing the right way, and he said that nothing's changed in our preparation over my three years, but now the guys aren't performing on Sunday, that's a bad sign. That means that the preparation's not correct. It means that now that there's expectations, Brian Flores has the cracks starting to show. And this is the same head coach, by the way, who has made it a Fort Knox CIA state secret about who's calling plays in his offense. He's got 14 offensive coordinators. Apparently, none of those offensive coordinators are actually calling the plays, and he has someone stashed in the basement of Hard Rock Stadium who uh, is, is using some sort of transistor radio to call in the plays. He, ac- he will not identify who's calling the plays for reasons unbeknownst to me, to reporters, to Dolphins fans. Why is that a secret? What's the point of that? The only reason you do that is because you're worried that you're going to get criticized for the way in which you're handling the offense. And brother, let me tell you, this is the most unwatchable Dolphins offense since I came down here to South Florida in 2007. This is bad. Give me the 2007 Cleo Lemon John Beck version of the Dolphins offense. At least they threw it down the field. This is horrific. And the fact that Brian Flores is keeping it a secret who's calling the plays, that's unprecedented. That's coward stuff right there. So as bad as this is for Urban, and we'll talk about it in a little bit, whether or not Urban should still be in Jacksonville, the Dolphins are the state of Florida's biggest dumpster fire right now. Which Florida team is in bigger crisis mode? Is it the Jaguars with Urban? Is it the Dolphins with the suddenly vulnerable Brian Flores? Or is it Miami, who we dedicated our whole show to on Friday? The Hurricanes, 
and whatever that thing is now. Which Florida football team is in the biggest crisis mode? Dolphins, Jaguars, Canes. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Which Florida football team is in a bigger crisis mode right now? The Finns, the Jags, or the Canes? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Things are bad for the Jaguars. Urban Meyer at this point, does he make it to two weeks from now when the Jaguars are supposed to play the Dolphins in London? By the way, Jags, Dolphins, London, I mean, we're just taking a crap on the UK, right? I mean, that's a bad export. That is a bad, bad. Like, I, I feel like they deserve more. They're allies of ours, and we're going to send them the Jags and the Dolphins in two weeks to play at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yikes. But let's not forget about the Canes. We mentioned them. Let's bring them up. And I didn't want to redo the Friday show, but let's at least paraphrase. They're a team that hasn't beaten a Power 5 squad since last year against Duke. They lose at home to a vastly inferior Virginia team. It's the same problems every week. They can't tackle. Manny Diaz is not a good manager of the game, but you can't get rid of Manny Diaz right now because he has a buyout of over $9 million. Let me repeat that before I have a stroke. Manny Diaz has a buyout of over $9 million. So how does that happen? You mean to tell me that the Miami Hurricanes hired their defensive coordinator. They, they, for all intents and purposes, just hired their defensive coordinator. He went off to Temple for six seconds to become their head coach. Then Mark Richt retired. So the Canes and Manny Diaz talked. And here's how I imagine the negotiation went. Because I can't imagine it going any other way. Manny Diaz's agent. Uh, yeah, uh, Blake James, uh, I want uh, huge money for my client. And also the buyout needs to be $9 million. And Blake James replies, okay, that was the negotiation. That was it. There's no way that Miami actually negotiated that contract. They were sent something from the Diaz camp, and Blake James signed off on it. How in God's name do you give a $9 million buyout like that to someone who had never been a head coach before? Unless they're like, oh, yeah, he was a head coach for for two days at Temple. Yeah, give him the buyout. That's atrocious. So, Canes fans, I'm sorry. Not only are you irrelevant on the field, Not only are you already behind the eight ball losing to Virginia to win a Coastal that's wide open, not only do you have your quarterback that's out for the season, not only do you have a fan base that's apathetic, not only do you have boosters that are non-existent, not only do you have a president that doesn't care about the football program but wants to make you think that he does with a word salad statement right before you take on Virginia, you also can't get rid of the coach that's become the source of all your vitriol. Never mind the fact that you got the former player in Randy Shannon, that didn't work, and you got the program builder in Al Golden, and that didn't work, and you got the established coach in Mark Richt, and that didn't work, and then you got the hotshot assistant with Manny Diaz, and that hasn't worked, and there's really no other place you can go. What is the biggest Florida football crisis right now? Dolphins, Jags, Canes, 888-760-3776, 888 
760-3776. Let's get kicked off in Jupiter, and that's where we find David. What's up, David? What's going on? Uh, first off, they're all dumpster fires. Yeah. So yeah. The, the flames are a little higher, I would argue, in Jacksonville because uh, it only took – well, first off, they've been rumored to be sold off to, like, London or, you know, somewhere for a long time now. They have a terrible fan base. Urban Meyer literally, like, four games to become a bigger distraction and joke in Jacksonville than Tim Tebow, <laughs> since Tim Tebow was. And then on top of that, they might be squandering and wasting one of the best quarterbacks to come out of college football in, like, decades. So I would argue that they are the biggest dumpster fire. I think in that, Florida that is a. Uh, I think that that is definitely a good argument. And the Trevor Lawrence part of this looms large. And appreciate the call, David. You have the number one overall pick. You have the franchise player. You're zero and four, and your coach is feeling butts at his restaurant in Columbus. <laughs> Yikes! And, and and Urban can feel any butt he wants. I mean, obviously, if there's permission, and it certainly felt like there was permission in that situation, I don't think Shelley would agree with me, but Herb's Herb. And he ended up going into his restaurant and getting grinded on and feeling some butt. Meanwhile, you've got Trevor Lawrence, who is trying to, <laughs> trying to learn on the job. And Coach is getting handsy at his restaurant. It's all a big problem. In the court of public opinion, in that locker room with Michael Silver, and the tweets we just read at the onset of the show, like, there is a lot at stake. There is a lot on the line. David's right. That is a massive dumpster fire. But this is the same Jaguars team that has been to three AFC championship games. In its existence. The Dolphins, it's been forever. Haven't been to an AFC title game since 92. I mean, it's it's getting to a point where maybe, maybe crisis isn't the right word for the Dolphins. Maybe it's just slow death walk into hell when you're talking about the Dolphins and the Canes. Both teams in that stadium... Are, are just sleepwalking into obscurity. By the way, why are there so many damn gnats in this studio? Like, I've got coffee right now, and I've got gnats, like, flying into the mug of my coffee. What is happening around here? If anybody in the ESPN West Palm Studios can hear me, can we figure out the gnat situation? Can we call somebody? This is disgusting. Like, we've got millipedes climbing on the walls. We've got gnats flying all around. Do we have, like, spoiled food somewhere in here? What is going on? What is the biggest dumpster fire in Florida football? Jaguars, Dolphins, Canes. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's head to Riviera Beach. That's where we find Kevin. Kevin, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Kev? Ken, what's up, man? What's going on, brother? Uh, long-time listener um, and a uh, long-time Canes fan, I would have to say that the biggest dumpster fire of Florida is the University of Miami Hurricanes. 
for the simple fact that this has been a growing dumpster fire through all the failure coaches yeah. that we have had. Um, I don't think we have never reached our potential in the last 15 years in recruiting, and we're supposed to be recruiting some of the best talent mm-hmm. that comes from Miami and the Tri-County area. So I think it was the Miami Hurricanes that are the biggest dumpster fire that grew and grew and grew through the Shannon era and all the way through the Mark Rick and this lack of a coach that we have called Manny Diaz or whatever. Um, the Virginia game was a what should have been the cap off of his firing. I mean, like he should have got fired out the game. My personal opinion, and I think he, it's going to get worse. Yeah, if we I, don't do something. Yeah, I I agree, and unfortunately, and appreciate the call, Kevin. The the drastic measure of firing Manny Diaz, it's just not realistic. We're talking about, at the end of the day, Miami being a small private school in Coral Gables. It is not easy to just round up $9 million to pay off your current failure head coach and just go get another big money coach. It's not going to work like that. You're not Alabama. You're not Auburn. You're not Ohio State. You're not in that realm. Hell, you're not Oklahoma State. Can't pay that. So you got to stay put now. I did not know until the day after the Virginia game what Manny Diaz's buyout actually was. And then when I saw Saturday morning that his buyout was $9 million, I did like the TV movie spit take. Drinking coffee, my cafe con leche with an extra shot, and I just went, I couldn't believe it. That's insane. They did not negotiate with him. They got a hand, they got sent a fax from Manny Diaz's people, and Blake James just signed it. Like, just bamboozled. Yeah. And, and, and that's a good point by, by Kevin. Like, the recruiting classes have been there. But the recruiting classes haven't produced. But then they've gone to the NFL and they have produced. That's an indictment on not just Manny Diaz, not just all of the head coaches, but that program as a whole and the facilities and the opportunities available to these players and the way that they are, are brought up through the Miami program. That's systemic. That is a dumpster fire. That's been rolling downhill for a long time. $9 million buyout for Manny Diaz. I mean, there's some bad football in this state. And then you travel across 75, and you got the defending Super Bowl champs, and you have Tom Brady, and that's turned in to the NFL version of the big three. Go get Richard Sherman. Okay. Go get Gronk. Okay. Go get Fournette. Okay. Win a championship. But man, those two teams at Hard Rock Stadium, the Dolphins, were Brian Flores. I suddenly have questions about him. It kind of started with the way he handled Tua last year, but the way he handled Tua, and you say, oh, well, Brian Flores means business. He's strict. That's what he does. Inspires and pushes. Except now, that type of mismanagement or at least that type of inconsistency is spread to the rest of the roster. They're playing bad football right now. Oh, but after the you play the Bucks next week, everything's easier on the schedule. You just lost to the Colts. How much more easier should it have been? The Dolphins are a bottom five team. But then you've got Hansi Herb. And again, I didn't think Urban Meyer needed to apologize for his transgressions. It's not my business. He went... He got drunk. He's a famous person. Women want to be around him, clearly. He put himself in that position to get filmed on a phone, 
Sucks for him. I'm not going to judge him. Who am I to judge? I'm just a guy. I've made my fair share of mistakes. But then when you go back to your locker room, after not traveling with your team, and we'll talk about next segment, how big a deal that is, because I wasn't aware, and your locker room's laughing you out of the position rooms, you have to start talking about a potential of a job being lost there. It's the biggest dumpster fire in the state of Florida when it comes to football. Is it the Jags? Is it the Dolphins? Is it the Canes? A lot of you have made a good case for a couple of different ones. I say Dolphins. We've heard our case for the Canes. We've heard our case for the Jags. They're all good. What about you? Biggest dumpster fire Florida football right now. Jags, Canes, Dolphins. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Feel free to tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. We will get to the tweets in a moment as well. Uh, but I want to tell you about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program because, well, they're the title sponsor of Ken Levick Alive. That means we love them and we hold them into our show bosom at all times. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, not a dumpster fire. Not in crisis mode. All they do is succeed. They are internationally renowned. In fact, up 11 places internationally in MBA sport business programs, according to Sport Business Publication. Uh, Why? Why have they moved up? Why are they internationally recognized? Why are they top three in the state of Florida with all the options out there? It's because they've adapted to the times. It's because 22 years ago, sports business was one thing. And now in 2021, sports business is an entirely different endeavor. There's so much digital aspect to it. There's so much international aspect to it. There's so much cryptocurrency involved in this now. Everything is moving at light speed, and the FAU MBA Sport Management Program keeps up with it to teach its students the latest because the professors are in the sports industry. This is firsthand knowledge That's why this is such a good program. If you have dreamt of being in the sports industry, this is your path. Don't just get lucky. Actually do something about it. Apply your path, and you do that with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Find out more online, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. That's fau.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Which Florida football team is in bigger crisis mode. Is it the Jags? Is it the Dolphins? Is it the Canes? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. And when we return, is Urban Meyer going to make it? Is he on the verge of losing his job this quickly? He's Captain Coppinger Rigotti. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Uh, is Urban going to make it? Is he going to stay employed? This feels bad. Not his home life, but... That Jags locker room and what's at stake, uh, it sort of feels like this is a road towards divorce. The football team, that's what I'm talking about, not the home life. I mean, that could be, but the football team, this doesn't feel good 
if you're the Jaguars. And I'm just wondering if Urban's going to make it out of this. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Hey, subscribe to the podcast. It is free. You can get it wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, some black market site. I don't know. All you shady folks out there. As long as you get it, acquire it, love it. It's all for you, even if you're sketchy. Ken Levick Alive podcast. Subscribe to it. Get it right to your phone. The podcast available every day after we wrap up here on ESPN 106.3. So yesterday was the grand Urban Meyer apology for the grainy video of him getting touchy with a young blonde uh, at his restaurant in Columbus. Uh, and and we played, Joe, a, a little of this yesterday. We played the the first apology. I thought there was only going to be one apology. This this is what Urban Meyer said initially. Yeah, yeah. I just apologize to the team and the staff and uh, for being a distraction. Just stupid. Um, and so I explained everything that happened and owned it. And you know, just stupid. Uh, should not have myself in that kind of position. And that was it. I thought it was done after that. I thought Urban said, all right, that'll be the last that I mention it now. Let's talk football. But no, it continued. And it actually continued for a long time. In fact, let's hear how much longer this continued. Urban, did you, did you fly back with the team or did you stay in? Uh, no, I stayed to see the grandkids and we all went to dinner that night at uh, the restaurant and then... There's a big group next to our restaurant, and they wanted me to come over and take pictures, and I did. And they were trying to pull me out on a dance floor, screwing around, and I should have left. How did the team react? I mean, they were pretty, probably pretty uh, reactionary, or, you know, how did they take it, your apology? Well, I've always been so defensive of them. You know, I remember when Trevor told me he was going to go to Vegas for his bachelor party. I mean, I was just, my gosh, man, be careful and surround yourself and... Because I've seen this happen, and um, I just what nonsense. so the team. The team. Um, I spoke to a bunch of leaders one on one. Spoke to all the players. Uh, they're good. They were focused on Tennessee, and I apologized again for being a distraction. And uh, the coach should not be a distraction. What how about your How about your family? Did you also did you feel a need to apologize to your family? Yeah, yeah of course I did. Yeah, that's not me, and that's. Uh, Oh, yeah, they're upset. Urban, just stop talking about it, man. He made it so much worse because he kept talking about it. And I love the, uh, I I was at dinner with the grandchildren, and there are a bunch of people next door, and uh, they pulled me in and wanted pictures and then tried to pull me out on the dance floor. Yeah, Urban, based on that video, looked like there was a lot of pulling of you onto the dance floor happening. Yeah, yeah. It looked like the dance floor came to you, Herb. Okay? <laughs> I didn't see anybody trying to pull you onto the dance floor. Forced against my will to go take pictures. No! Yeah. It, he's acting like it was a quick popping. Did you see those eyes in those pictures? The man had been drinking. I wasn't a quick popping. And that's what I'm saying, is that he's clearly BSing. He's lying. Stop talking to get yourself to a point where you start lying. Like, Urban, you're not on the recruiting trail anymore. You don't need to act like this fake family man 
You don't need to act like this phony man of God. You're not sitting in living rooms of 18-year-olds any longer trying to lie to parents about how you're going to be their kid's father figure and how you're going to set the example. You don't have to do that anymore. This is the big leagues, man. This is the pros. Just get the job done. Why put yourself in that spot where you start lying and spinning this tale of, uh, stupid, I just got pulled in to take pictures and then they wanted me on the dance floor. No, you were sitting at a bar drinking with girls grinding on you, man. Stop lying. Cut it off after the initial apology. Hire me, I'll help you through this process. It's not hard. You didn't have to answer anything again. You don't need to tell the story. No one cares. It just makes you look dumb. And then there's Shad Khan, who's the owner of the Jaguars. He weighed in. And again, we already went through the thread from Michael Silver, former Yahoo, former NFL.com, former Sports Illustrated, with unnamed players saying that they were laughing at Urban Meyer after he apologized. And Urban Meyer canceled Monday team meetings because he was trying to deal with the fallout from the video of him getting touchy in Columbus. That's bad. That's not good. Urban, Urban let that. Urban's causing more of a distraction after the distraction because he's canceling meetings. That's bad. And this is Shad Khan, Jaguars owner. I've addressed this matter with Urban. Specifics of our conversation will be held in confidence. What I will say is his conduct last weekend was inexcusable. I appreciate Urban's remorse, which I believe is sincere. Now... He must regain our trust and respect. That will require a personal commitment from Urban to everyone who supports, represents, or plays for our team. I am confident he will deliver. Inexcusable is the key word in all of that. It's inexcusable. Fine. Does an owner want his head coach married, his very married, his notably married, his he constantly refers to his marriage to try and show people that he's a good person? Do you want your head coach, who's done that for his whole career, to be in that position and for that to go public? No. Does it make it worse because your team is bad in 0-4? Yeah. But ultimately, fine, Shad Khan had to do that. The actions from a football standpoint don't matter. The actions don't matter. I wish Urban would have understood that. The actions don't matter. I'm sorry. I apologize. Apologize to the team. Move on. Let's focus on Tennessee instead. I got pulled into the bar and on the dance floor and oh, I have my family. No! Urban, how long have you been doing this? I'm just some guy. I'm a dope. And I have a better sense for this than you do. And these are the types of things that make you wonder if this is for Urban. If this is actually a, a thing. If this is something he actually should be doing. From the strength and conditioning coach from Iowa who was an alleged racist. That hire happened, and then two weeks later, Urban fired him because he realized that was bad. To bring it in, Tim Tebow, to this, to 0-4, to leaving your franchise quarterback out to dry now because you're the story, not the franchise quarterback, to not traveling back with the team after a loss, after 0-4. So apparently, that bucks a major Major expectation. A normal occurrence, which is everyone on the team always travels back together. Why couldn't Urban have gone back to Jacksonville and just hopped on a plane to go back up to Columbus? Again, 
I'm not in the NFL lifestyle. I don't know how this works, but this is just me reading from several people at ESPN.com today how bizarre it is, how off it is, how rare it is for a coach not to travel back with his team. That's not a good message either. When you're 0-4 and your coach just goes back to Columbus to hang out with the grandkids and get pulled out onto the dance floor, it's not good. It's not good. That's not a good look. And there's too much at stake right now with this Jaguars team. You brought Urban Meyer in to be an attraction in Jacksonville. Because people love him in Jacksonville. And now the same people that said, yeah, Herb's here, are starting to have second thoughts about this. There has not legitimately been one thing that Urban Meyer has done in his tenure as head coach of the Jaguars where you say, that's good. Other than making the easiest draft pick in the world. Having Trevor Lawrence delivered to his door. Have Trevor Lawrence delivered to his lap like that blonde at his restaurant in Columbus. Is Urban Meyer going to last in this job? Should Urban Meyer lose his job? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Should, should Urban Meyer lose his job? And not for the stuff in Columbus, again, that's not football related. But should it be for the the bad decision making? Should it be because Urban has compounded himself being the distraction? Because he's canceling team meetings to handle this, which should have been one statement and done. Bill Belichick would have mumbled five words and then it would have been on to football. For having a locker room now, apparently, according to Michael Silver, that's laughing at him. He's lost the locker room, apparently. You can't have that in the NFL. Once you've lost it, you don't get it back, especially with a young, impressionable team like that. You have a franchise quarterback, your gem sitting in there. But Urban's got a six-year contract with the Jaguars as well. I mean, this is bad. And I'm not saying Urban should lose his job. I would never wish job loss on anybody. And again, he should not, Urban should not lose his job for getting handsy with the blonde. But Urban's made it worse. And the ramifications, the subsequent fallout, is apparently presenting some real tense times in Jacksonville where you've got to get this right because Trevor Lawrence is in your locker room. Is Urban Meyer going to lose his job? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Let's go to Jerry in West Palm. Jerry, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Jerry? Oh, a whole lot, apparently. How are you? I'm good. All right. So, um, going, um, I want to touch up on the dumpster fire, but before we do that, um, I don't, uh, before we do that, I don't think uh, Urban should lose his job. I don't think he will. Okay. Um, Maybe at the end of the year, that's a whole different thing. 